Hello and welcome to Rivals of Waterdeep. My name is Carlos and we're going to go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Tanya DePass. I play Slisa Storio. You're always grumpy and wanting to hit things paladin. I'm <laughs> Brandon Sinis. Uh, I play uh, Ren Leodon. I'm a high elf sorcerer. I am Cicero Holmes, and I will echo really soon in Tanya's phone. Uh, I am playing Perrin Underbow, uh, your halfling bard who says weird things. Uh, my name is Carlos Luna. Uh, I will be your DM. My pronouns are he, him. Yes. Hi, my name is Serena Marie. My preferred pronouns are she, her, and I play Ashbourne, a half-elf ranger. And my name is Sharif Jackson, he, he, him, and I'm playing Shaka, tiefling warlock, who leaves people at bars. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I'm, hard. <laughs> and since I'm such a great introductory person, uh, both me and my character's name uh, pronouns are she, her. Oh, pronouns he, him. And I am also he, him, as well as uh, Perrin. Perrin is he, him. Cool. Um... Shreve, you just mentioned uh, leaving the bar. <laughs> uh, let's get to the recap. Previously on Rivals of Waterdeep. Dun dun. Yeah, so what happened uh, last episode? So many things. Uh, Sharif met Dirty D. Dirty, Dirty D. Yeah. yeah Dirty Another D. tiefling who he wanted yeah. to be friends with. It, it was my, it was, I was so excited because if you guys have noticed this whole, um, this whole season, I've been asking, are there tieflings around? Yeah. yeah. Tieflings here. <laughs> yeah. I've been rolling for perception to see. So this is the first time. So I was very excited. You, um, you wouldn't know that based on how you left him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was excited. And, you know, but uh, unfortunately, guys, nice watch. We're on our tail and we had to get back to the Jade Rose. So yeah. I, I made the awful decision, which I do regret. Well, I um, was an enabler for that decision, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There were chickens. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, because, yeah. So in my mind, um, the mine worms were um, panic or making you panic and be like, oh, I don't know how to get out of this. I don't yeah. know what to do. So I'm like, oh, I'll save you. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I felt saved. Good. Oh, so, Speaking so, of mind worms, yes, you lost yours. You lost your mind I did. Worm. I got uh, uh, whatever that creature was that mm -hmm. latched onto my leg mm -hmm. um, after lighting my own leg on fire to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to help get it off. Yeah, I'm mind wormless now. Yeah, um, you were. I still want mind worms though. I'm, I'm like, I mean, like myself, like as a person, wants a mind worm. That was actually just my favorite part of the episode. Is yeah. just Rin turning to Selyse and be like, I kind of want one. <laughs> <laughs> being like. No. <laughs> no, this is why you need an adult. <laughs> but we were all um, doing that to try to get to the safe house. The um, the water deep guards were kind of on our tail and we were sneaking through the town trying to be uh, as least conspicuous as possible. Which, I mean, it's us, so it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, because you basically had a whole band playing. I did. That <laughs> drawing gave away a lot of money, yeah. I gave away a lot of money because I don't think Ash understands money. So she's like, I don't, here, take this money. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then you guys uh, made it to the bar. You ditched that guy. Yep. Uh, I started walking. Um, uh, Shaka got attacked and zapped and clawed at. Um... Yeah, well, I I don't want to skip the fact that Perrin first oh. like lifts this guy's self-esteem oh. and, oh, yeah. and then brings it right 
his hand. Yeah, so yeah. that dude is oh, just man. somewhere in therapy right now. It's like giving someone know. a cupcake and then just smacking <laughs> it out of their hands. Like you don't. Happy not, birthday! You don't deserve not birthday. Not today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that man. was great. That was fantastic. Um, yeah. But we made it to the Jade Rose finally. Right. And oh. uh, Melanie told oh, us yeah. that. There was um, guards all over um, the top floor, and they were looking for us, and that she had stored our stuff um, mm-hmm. behind in the, in the alley. Right. Yep. So we grabbed our stuff, and, and th- now we're ready we to go. Now we're yep. ready to go. We yeah. Yeah, you guys have been walking, actually. Um, cool. You guys want to get into it? Let's uh, do yeah, it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Rin and Salise, the walk to the safe house is quite easy. You both are on full alert but the streets, they seem to be somewhat empty and no one seems to be paying attention to you. you. Your mind begins to wander and reflect on the day. What are you guys thinking about? I didn't get to like stab anything. And I really <laughs> yeah. Want that yeah. And then like Ren's like thinking like, Sleece, you probably should take a bath at some point. <laughs> you know, we're, we're here. We're wow. at the place. You know, we're at the We hotel. haven't got there yet. Well, we're at the Jade Rose. We should try to like go. And around. there are people looking for us. True, but you probably do need a bath, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't kill me though, though, because I said that. Hey, you see this? Just say, just say. Look, elf boy. Oh boy. Elf boy. <laughs> but this Really? Is, yeah. After yeah. I saved you from falling off a building, this is how you treat me? I was really? just being very honest about, you know, you know, you want people to be honest with you. And I don't want to just like let you go out there in public and people say things about you. <laughs> oh, nice I care Mary. about <laughs> you a lot. I care about you, too, which is why I haven't stabbed you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not noticed I've wanted a bath like for the last two days? True. That's why I'm looking out for you. But we can't go in the Jade Rose. or people looking for us? Oh, yeah. True. And like red light. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> you guys are like five blocks away from the Jade Rose right now. Like, oh, okay, never mind. In the back. <laughs> so you get to the safe house. Trust me, I will find some hot water. Okay, we yes, but we have to get make out sure, of this frippery. Yeah, we got to change our clothes. And I really like this vest. It feels great. Well, you can keep the vest. I no can keep it. Oh, who's gonna take it back from you? True. But I really, yeah, I really like it though. Oh my god! And then Ren's like, "I'm just gonna. This is my new outfit now. I'm not gonna wear this armor anymore." He like takes. It <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep this vest. This is my new look. How do you like it? It'll look good on your funeral pyre. <laughs> okay, and we cut to it. <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 You both do that at the same time. Uh, I would love to see uh, Shaka and Perrin. uh, Just doing the foley for (laughs) second. Yeah, just see Perrin slide in like. (laughs) Um, Shaka, the walk seems easy as well for you. Uh, You've been running the numbers in your head, taking into account factors like weather, population density, uh, interaction possibility. And with each step you take, you begin to realize you're that much closer to safety. But for some reason, you don't feel safe. Um, You are surrounded by friends and under the cover of night, but you somehow feel exposed. A pressure builds in your head. It's low at first, um, but then it it gets heavier and heavier. It's booming. 
um, like uh, turning gears, like and then it'll stop for a very long time. Uh, It's as if your mind is a hollow door and someone or something is knocking louder and louder. And then it just stops. And you feel perfectly fine. Uh, so I start to think about, um, you know, the last two experiences I had with my patron, um, how it felt very um, invasive and very adversarial. Um, and, you know, up to that point, I kind of had a very positive, I guess, view of, uh, you know, of, uh, you know, being a servant to the patron and, but through my experience with this uh, crew, I, I feel like I'm starting to doubt a little bit. Um, you know, th- these kind of poundings are kind of like reminders of like making me doubt if I made the right choice, basically. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of walking and that's kind of heavy on my mind uh, as I'm walking by. Ashburn, Perrin, and Knock Knock. The trek to Castle Lane is filled with anxiety and paranoia. Most of the streets are empty, but every now and then, you catch a glimpse of someone from a window or doorway staring back at you. Ashburn, you think, do they know? You hear the faint sound of shuffling down alleys. The watch has spies everywhere. Perrin, you think. Sometimes the shadows from the moonlight start to play tricks on you. Where was Ren and Celise really before they got to the amphitheater? It seems so convenient that they show up at the exact same time that the watch does. And what do we really even know about Zaraj? So Ash um, is like darting around and I... um... I'm assuming that um, Chips is kind of concerned about her because mm. I don't know if Chips is um, also paranoid, but um, is just like, like, you know how like animals can sense danger? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Chips doesn't feel danger, but he's concerned for you. Yeah. He's like looking up. He's walking actually um, next to uh, Duo, the little kobold. Okay. Um, but, you know, he's looking around. He sees your concern and he does look around to see if he can find zero in on exactly what you're concerned. Yeah. With. Um, but he he's at full alert, but he doesn't really feel like this. There's cause for this feeling right now. Right. And so um, Ash is like hiding her arm because she feels like. At any second, Zaraja's people can come out at her. Oh, Zaraja's people. Not Zaraja's people. I'm so sorry. The Xanathar's people. Oh, OK. Yeah. Too many X's. Too many X's. <laughs> um, um uh, hey, 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 um, Baron. Baron. Yes, hello, Ash. Hey, you know, um, Rin's been kinda weird, right? Like kinda weird, you know what I mean? Uh for Rin? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not sure if kinda weird actually even falls into our purview of understanding. I mean, he was gone for like a really long time on a Very date. Good. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That he, that he was. 
But the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perrin. <laughs> she uh, walks ahead a little bit. Ashburn, you seem particularly unnerved. What? Aren't, what are you? What? Well, uh, it seems your paranoia is unabound right now. Oh I'm not paranoid. I'm just looking out for Ashbourne. Well, uh, very good. I, I think that it's perfectly uh, reasonable. I didn't say you, everybody. <laughs> uh, that that you do look yeah. out for Ashbourne. But you look out for the rest of us. We've been on this journey for so long. Well, don't you feel like... Like, you need to look out for you, too? Perrin Underbow always looks out for Perrin Underbow. <laughs> Perrin, what are you doing right now? Because uh, you are also feeling this way, but uh, I imagine you're a performer, so you're not sending this on the outside like Ashbourne is. Yeah, like Ashbourne, Ashbourne is. Re <laughs> she reads like an open book. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, I... I Digging deeper into your words, I heard like you should look out for everyone, Ashbourne. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's some fear. I, that right is there. definitely yeah. something that I said. Yeah. What, <laughs> what's going on uh, in your head uh, right well, now? Well, so um, as a halfling, uh, just you know, as a halfling in the world with everyone else, uh, the uh, halfling has to have some sort of paranoia because he's overlooked all the time. Oh. So he lives constantly. With this level of paranoia, it's kind of like being a black man in America. <laughs> but uh, so, so, um, so he he constantly lives with this fear that at any moment something terrible could happen to him because he is so overlooked. Uh, so he is. It's kind of it's kind of like. Uh, the Incredible Hulk and the and the Avengers at the end of the Avengers, where he's like, "I'm always angry. Yeah. I'm always paranoid. Perrin is always paranoid. Yeah. So therefore, when paranoid. this yes, paranoid. he's paranoid. Oh. <laughs> paranoid underbow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so as he is dealing with this level of paranoia, he recognizes it. He sees it, but he's he's develop the tools, the tools that he has to deal with that paranoia are supremely sharp, mm, even nice. more sharper, uh, even more sharp than the rapier he used in the last episode. Oh. <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> um, what's something you're thinking in your head? Um, we need, we need to get to the rest house because I need to rest. I need to heal. I have, uh, I am in a lot of pain uh, because I have not felt uh, good from the wounds that I suffered after the last performance. So we need to go. We need to go quickly. And I need to get there and I need to feel better. Um, in Knock Knock's head, he's hearing all this. He's watching you guys discuss. Uh, he's actually in back uh, as well. And he thinks to himself, um, yeah, I bet you'd like that. I bet you'd like us all head in one place. Uh, yeah, I, I'm watching you, Perrin. I'm watching you, Ashbourne. I'm what I got an eye on Salif. Man, I got so many eyes. Oh man, I don't got enough eyes. 
uh, and then he kind of like trails off on how he needs <laughs> more eyes, uh, how he needs to keep track of all this stuff, how he wishes he was born like this and that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he's kind of spiraling out just in his own head. Not aggressive, though. Yeah, but uh, we can hear it because we're in mind. Yeah, every, you guys could definitely yeah, hear except it. Except for Shaka. Yeah. Shaka can't. Uh, Salise and Ren can't. Um, great. Hang on one second. Yeah, so Zaraj looks over. And he sees like Ashburn squirreliness, uh, knock knock squirreliness. Uh, Perrin just kind of like, like a big, big smile on his face, a little yeah. bit bigger than normal, like totally out of place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's completely okay to be like almost, uh, uh, God, Belle and Beauty and the Beast. Like, bonjour, right. bonjour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking streets are empty, dude. <laughs> uh, and, Zaraj uh, goes up to uh, Celise and Ren, who are having this amazing conversation, <laughs> this bath time conversation. Um, and he kind of goes in between them, doesn't look at them, keeps like marching forward just so not to arouse suspicion. Uh, and he, he says to them, um, mind worms are starting to take hold of your friends. The worms will use the paranoia to protect themselves from the outside. It will make them question reality and them in a state of fear and uncertainty. Soon the worms will be deep enough to rewrite the blueprints in their minds. The creatures will psychically burrow deep to find their anchor points. Places in time that they've been deeply affected. The cornerstones of what makes them, them. Once they've uprooted and rewritten those major points, all other memories will be corrupted. Like ink and water, it will spread until everything is black, until nothing is as it was. Soon, they will not answer to their own name. And then he kind of just like slows down his pace <laughs> and just like heads to the back uh, a little bit. So you guys are left alone again. I feel like, I feel like Ren goes uh, like, I don't want those mind worms anymore. <laughs> yeah, I so I'm wondering. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm not wondering. I, I say, uh, Zaraj, uh, so we know we need to get them out and we're heading to the safe house. Why tell us all this? Like, like it's like you're trying to creep us he, out. He pulls you to the, he like, pulls you to the side. Like, uh, so everyone else like passes by. Because at any time, your friends can be paranoid of you and afraid of you. And they might take off. And they might try to hide. And at that point, if we lose them, you've lost them forever. All right. So how far away we, how, how, how much farther to the safe house? It's a 10 minute walk. We're almost there. Okay. Then let's, then instead of slowing down, let's, uh. I know, but I feel like I had to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so I, I was going to say, let's uh, pick up the pace, but then Perrin would get mad at me. Um, yeah. Oh. Sorry. And um, Ash sees um, Shaka and Zarash talking, mm. and she has chips on her shoulder, and she's talking to chips now. And she's saying, What are they talking about? Are they talking about us? I bet they're talking about us. I hope they're not talking about us. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go see what Shaka's doing. I'm just gonna. While, I, while, while you're talking yeah. to chips, um, Chips has a concerned look on his face for you, and he's kind of like, no, they're, they're, they're not talking they're to not, you. But at that same time, uh, Duo kind of like crawls on his shoulder, and he's just like, 
He's eating like a little apple. So he's on my shoulder too? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's just eating an apple. And he was like, oh, you never know. They could be talking to you. Oh, I bet they are. I, I bet they're talking about me. They could be. Who knows? So, so wait, is, is Ash loud enough for us to hear her? Ash is always loud enough for us. <laughs> Roll, um, roll <laughs> stealth. <laughs> Let's see how stealthy you are. Um, that is 17. Uh, roll, um, investigation. So you're on high alert right now. You're trying to pay attention to what they're saying, what, what they're doing and what they're saying. So let's see if you notice anything weird oh that God. Ash is doing. I hope so. <laughs> oh, God. Like, contest your roll. Oh, it's only a 10. Oh, yeah. You don't notice. She looks cute with that little fox on her shoulder. You look over and she just waves at you. <laughs> That'll make, that would make Sleaze like. <laughs> Are you okay, Ash? <laughs> um, do you say that to me directly? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, so good. Just doing. Um, And she starts like, like. You know when someone says act natural and, and, they, and they're like it's all like sort of non-human. <laughs> so she's walking but it's not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, do you okay. guys uh, continue walking on? Yeah. I, I just kind of like walk close to Ash. Ash that's that's everything but okay. What's wrong? Oh hey, um there's a lot of stuff going on. So, I, and I pull Celise in. Like, now it's, like, really urgent because she's, like, now becoming desperately paranoid. Mm. She's like, I think that's, I think that parents trying to kill us. I think, I think parents trying to kill us. I think that Shaka has laid traps out in this alley for us. And I think Rin is stolen from me. Uh, duos on your shoulder. <laughs> and, and he's just, like, he has this, like, apple in his hand. And he's just, like, Oh, I just said they were talking about it. Uh, I didn't I didn't think they were saying any of that stuff. Just probably nice stuff. I, I don't even any like kind of climbs so down oh, no. off you. <laughs> Ash, we haven't been down this alley before. You realize that none of us had time to lay traps? You and I haven't, but I don't know. We've been together the last day. Have you seen have you seen Jaka Misty step? No, he can't do that. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Okay. Oh, we hear that in parents, like parents' mind. Yeah, like, yeah he can. <laughs> <laughs> but parents you can't go that far and we'd notice. Like, the, you leave mist when you do misty step. Okay. All right. And yeah. then she kind of gives you a weird look. <laughs> Don't give me that <laughs> look, young lady. <laughs> yeah. And like, I kind of, I'm not really paying that much attention to them because I'm still with like Zaraj and I'm. Because I'm I'm really intrigued. No, I'm I'm intrigued because like, you know, as you said before, it's his first time leading, you know, like he's going back to his group without his leader. Right. So I feel like he's probably worried about like what 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 am I gonna say to the black network that I lost like Levon and that kind of stuff. So so like uh I'm I'm just like, hey man, um is there anything that that we need to know um, before we ha- before we meet, you know, this uh, year uh, group, especially considering that. Uh, well, no, I won't say that because like, he'd probably feel sad about that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
would just say Wait, except what? Wait, what, what were we going to say? Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I'll do that gun thing. That, 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 that yeah, yeah. Is, is, is there anything else? Is, is there anything that we should know before we meet them? Um, Zaraj thinks to himself, um, he thinks, what do they need to know? Um, the warehouse, wherever it is off Castle Lane, will be in front. The, the street lamp will glow red outside, mm-hmm. outside the warehouse. Um, it, should be, it should be locked up. It should be inconspicuous. Don't draw attention to it, of course. Um, if someone asks you to do something, do it. Um, there should be, the place should be full, but we should be able to find a room to ourselves um, and hold up for a while. Don't take anything. Okay, I'll I'll let Ren know. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So you guys uh, are walking. As you turn on Castle Lane, you quickly realize it does not live up to its name. Uh, most of the buildings on the block are crumbling. Windows are busted out. Glass on the concrete. Bricks missing from the streets, and graffiti on the walls. A shop sign squeaks. On a rusty hinge, it's as if civilization just left. A place time forgot. Everyone roll perception. Eighteen. Ooh. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-four. Oh, wow. The paranoid ones, though, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you I'll seeing? That's I'll got eight. Okay, cool. Um... Everyone, uh, minus Shaka, kind of pays attention. He's having this conversation with Zaraj right now. Most of the street lamps are off or broken. A few near cross streets have been lit, but uh, for the most part, it doesn't seem like anyone makes their way down this street, uh, let alone goes down this street uh, to turn on the street lights. Uh, Nothing seems out of the ordinary um, except uh, you two. Uh, 22 and 24 or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. You two notice um, there is one street lamp flickering red. No. No, this is, this is a bad... This Look at that. Yes, the, the red light. I seem to think that uh, naming this street Castle Lane was purely unintentional. This was... Uh, <laughs> this street seems... Uh, like a trap, like a giant trap that's going to kill us all. We're going to walk in and it's just going to be like a beholder and it's going to eat us. I was just going to say ominous, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that too, Ash. Ash, do you need a nap? <laughs> like she's a cranky toddler. <laughs> or a snack. I think I have jerky in my bag. How long have you had that jerky? Not that long. We've only been adventuring for a few days. Yeah, Ashburn. yeah. Ashburn. Yes. The light, the red light. Let's focus on the red light. And I'm going to hyper-focus on it and um, to see, um, I mean, I'm just going to investigate it, I guess. Uh, yeah, the light. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Natural 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, you see uh, 
the year it was made, like, like <laughs> sketch, sketch on the side of the light. Uh, um, you know, you you imagine by how how big that candle is. It's been it's been lit for um, you know two hours and forty five minutes. You know, yeah. um, you you do an investigation around the light as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You see that the street lamp stands in front of a dilapidated warehouse. Uh, weeds are grown high in front of it. Uh, there's an iron fence in front of the warehouse as mm-hmm. well. Um, from what you can tell looking at this warehouse, um, there are three, um, possible ways in, mm-hmm. uh, this could be the warehouse that Zaraj was talking about. Um, there's a front door, um, with you know you got a nat 20 so i'll just tell you like there's a front uh front door uh there's like a slight one of those sliding peephole things um there's three front windows they look like windows they've been painted black so you can't see inside them uh and on the left side of the building uh you can see there's like a little path probably where there's like a loading dock or there was a loading dock of some sort uh, but that's what you notice outside this giant street lamp that you're like staring at doing an investigation. You're hyper focused too. Yeah. You're like, um, you know, um, like almost like on drugs. Like you're like looking, you're like looking around yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Ash, are you okay? I think, I think we made it to the safe house. Okay. Uh, Zaraj, you should probably lead the way. Yeah. Uh, so Zaraj uh, makes his way to the front of the group. Um, he goes to the gate and he turns the handle. Um, <clears throat> pushes the handle forward. Um, and he's still like staring at it. And then he starts walking like forward. Um, he starts walking up the, uh, the gravel pathway up to the front door. And he sto- he's about to knock on the door. And he stops for a second and he turns to you and he says, the fence, it was unlocked. Mm-hmm. Meaning nothing, not all of the locks that work on all the warehouses, but I'm almost certain this safe house, <sighs> he thinks about it again. I'm almost certain that the lock on the, on the front gate Worked. Oh, oh. Seems scary. Yeah. I mean, we still got to head in because they got to get those mind worms out. And if there's a healer here, we got to, we, I say we still got to go in. Yeah. Ash um, takes out her longbow and she crouches and she's going to go through. Oh, okay. You're going to open up the door? <laughs> Ash don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to... I'm going to, so the gate, we're just at the gate. We're not at the door. No, you're at the door. We're at the door. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so we opened up the gate. Yeah. You guys walked up a gravel path. Mm-hmm. You're at the front door with the people. He was about to knock. Mm-hmm. And then he told you, like, that gate was bothering oh, me. Oh, okay. I'm going to go around the side. Okay. I'm going to see if there's another entrance then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll investigation. What are you guys doing? I mean... Well, Ren's like, well, we came this far and everybody's like, my words are freaking out on them. So (laughs) we got to, we have to go inside. What do you think? I think we should be cautious. And I, Zaraj, why don't we flank the door and then open it, but see what happens. I think that's a good plan. Don't knock. No. Okay. Because if someone's in there and they think we're breaking in, no one should get killed today. Mm. So we each flank the door. 
you open it, and then we get out of the way and see what happens. Okay. This seems particularly unnecessary. All right, then you can open the door. (laughs) I'm beginning to believe that maybe we don't need to go to the safe house at all. (laughs) Perinunderbo has... Mind worms, man. Perinunderbo has made his life living this long by not taking uh, particularly unnecessary risks. Unless, of course, it's in the... uh, Interest of performances. This is no performance that I want to take. Well, then hide behind the big people with swords and we'll see what happens when we open the door. We have to get these mind worms out of your guys' heads. Very well. I will stand in the gravel. (laughs) (laughs) And I will allow the rest of you to do whatever it is that you want to do. Um. Ash rolled a six for investigation. So I can see her. So like the safe house is here. You guys are having this conversation here. She's on the side and she's like yelling at like, um, like a rustling in a tree. Like she thinks it's a person. It's definitely like a squirrel or something. That's completely like not even an important thing. Get out of here. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, now they know we're here. Yeah. Also, also I'm, I'm, this might be a weird question, but I promise it makes sense. How much would you say Perrin weighs? Oh, oh that saw, is not a weird question. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Perrin Perrin weighs. Uh, he's a little bit heavy for a uh, for a halfling. He weighs about forty pounds. Okay, so he's about three foot four inches. He's a little bit taller than uh, most halflings. I think he's about forty four pounds. Okay, so he's so he's too much for what I was planning on doing, oh which God. is to drag you with my mage hand. Oh, oh yeah, but I'm gonna I'm picking you up. Cause you're coming in here. Oh, okay. So I'm going. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna pick you up. Do you want to get picked up? Uh, oh, here we go. Please. Which also is a pu, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up. Yeah. Uh, you want to be? Please <laughs> allow me to do the things that I want to do, Shaka. Shaka, I see you coming here. <laughs> Shaka. <laughs> My suggestion would be to continue on your way and pursue other avenues. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hard, everybody. I'm, 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 I'm rolling strength. I want to pick him okay. up. Okay. Uh, contest his strength? Oh uh, yeah, I'm going to okay. contest his strength. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your center of gravity is very yes. low. Shaka goes in to like uh, pick you up, right. and you're just like standing there, not moving, not budging, like a muscle as he like tries we to. Shall not, we shall not be moved. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Fine, fine. Well, at the very least, be a lookout or something useful, please. Perrin Underbow is nothing if not useful. Where do you go? How far back do you do you stand? Um, so I am going to stand off the side. So there's the gravel pathway. I'm assuming it's kind of curvy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stand off to the side so that I have a great view yeah. of the doorway to make sure that if if they are allowed in, they're good. But also to exits hmm. and uh, shoot towards the gate in case we will be ambushed. Unless in case they're ambushed, because no one's going to see me. Damn it. 
<laughs> okay, so I'll say you're about uh, 20 feet from the door. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 20 yeah, feet from yeah, the yeah, door. Feet from you the door. can see like directly in, inside uh, if it opens up. Uh, Ashburn, you didn't see anything around the corner uh, other than uh, the loading dock when you made your way completely around um, the warehouse. So you you've like come full circle and you're in the front um, with everyone else. So, uh, are we doing this? We going in? I hope so. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. It's them or us. Uh, Zaraj grabs the doorknob and flings it open and steps to the side. What do you guys do? I'm standing there like... Yeah, I feel like Ren is like... <laughs> pulls on crossbows is like, I'm ready. Who goes in? Does anyone go in? Or yeah, I'm going to go in. Okay. You're yeah, going to go in? I'm going to go in. Okay. Uh, roll uh, investigation. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> you ran in there. Oh, oh, God. A four. A four? Oh, okay. Yeah. You <sighs> run in. Uh, you, f- you see these um, crates. Uh, there's also like uh, a poorly, uh, I guess they're using it as a couch. Uh, looks like just like blankets on crates uh, propped up against the wall. Uh, you don't see... Anything as you walk into this uh, front area, though, it looks completely blank to you. Guys, I don't see anything in here yet, but I think it's safe to at least enter into this this area. You guys, want, I need some help, though, just in case I can't see too much. Yes. Is there a hidden room, Zarash? Or how, how do we access the actual... Um, there's, a, there's a couple of rooms as we get inside. There, um, there should be people here, though. You don't see anything with your elfin eyes? I don't see. It's it's dark. I don't see anything. All right. Well, Did I, I, I want to roll investigation since I have dark. So I can see it. See yeah. in the dark. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I have nine. Okay. And you've stepped inside as well? Yes. Okay. Has everyone stepped inside? Uh, not yet. I was about to enroll investigation. Okay. Uh, you, you don't see anything from, from your vantage point. Like if you're standing in the same room, uh, as Ren, again, it just looks kind of like messed up. Things are thrown about. Um, you've never been here before, so you yeah, don't know right. if this is mm-hmm. the regular of what this place looks like. Uh, based on Zaraj's non-facial expression, uh, he looks on full alert. Um, Ash goes into the room with um Rin because not only is she paranoid from Rin, she's paranoid for Rin. Oh, okay. Mm. So she's like, I think that Rin is gonna die. Also think that Rin might kill me. It's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> she goes in. Okay. Yeah. Uh roll uh in how far do you go past him or um I go right to the side of him. Okay. So you, let's just say you guys are all like in a row yeah. then okay. I guess I'm gonna roll you're gonna roll okay. Yeah, let's do you guys that. Are so, I didn't mean to make everyone so paranoid. Oh. Uh, too late. Seventeen. Okay, uh, Salise, you hear the faint sound. God, what is that? Crying? Is that? It's been so long. Is that a baby? So I put I, I sheathe my sword and kind of I start going toward the noise. And Solis gets very focused on that noise. Mm. Almost to the point where it's like, everyone's like, where are you going? She's like, eh, eh. so she starts slowly because she's, she's still 
I'm still in the formal attire. I haven't had a chance to actually put on my armor yet. Um, oh. So I'm very, I'm quiet and creeping toward where I, I think I hear this baby crying. Yeah. And as you creep forward, um, it is a baby sound. Like it does sound like a baby is crying. It's more specific and it's getting louder as you get closer and closer. Um, as you reach this point in the room to another open doorway uh, that leads in, uh, two uh, Kenkus come out. They're like bird, bird people mm-hmm. uh, come out uh, and the crying, all of you can hear it. Uh, the one on the right sounds exactly like a baby crying. He has his short uh, sword drawn on you. The one on the left looks you dead in the eyes and says, oh, please, mister, I don't mean you no harm. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, my God. Me? Uh, no, you don't have to. You're no, outside. You're outside. Yeah. Yeah, you actually don't see this because yeah. it's being blocked. Um, uh, 13. 13. 11. 17. 17. Uh, fight crying birds. What was yours again? 13. What was yours? Eleven. Is mine was seventeen. Yeah, oh, wow. seventeen. Trade me. Oh wow. Okay. What's your dex? Uh, did it one. Well, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, one. Okay. And then put the Kenku in there. Okay, last, <laughs> last. Okay. Okay. First up. First up is Ash. Um, she sees a crying. Kenku with a short sword drawn, right? Yeah, he's not, it's not it's, crying. It's just, its mouth is open and you hear this crying yeah. baby. Well, that is so deeply unsettling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is very, very <laughs> scary. Um, I'm going to lunge at it and try to rip it with my claw. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's a very feral attack because it's very, like, very, very scary and she's already very paranoid. Natural 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roll damage on that guy. God. That paranoia is being put to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Natural 20. Seven, nine, nine damage. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how, how do you, how does it play? So, um, she sees, it looks like, um, I'm just seeing like the mouth open and just baby sound come out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, she like looks at it and it's a very like animalistic, um, hunt, um, expression and she jumps on it and she, um, tries to rip, um, its shoulder, like oh, okay. rip where it's, um, holding the short sword. Yeah, yeah. So like damage the arm so she, you can't use it. Great. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, uh, your claw goes in, mm-hmm. uh, drives in, you can feel the flesh in between, uh, your fingernails, uh, as you like start tearing inside them. Yeah. Great. Who's next? Uh, next is Rin. Rin. Okay. Um, so I want to cast Firebolt, but I feel like, yeah, Rin is like, well, it's my turn to fight. And he like, he like grabs, like he goes towards the ground and like, like, like picks up a Firebolt like this and just like mm-hmm. lunges it. So let's see if it goes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing this dramatic thing. It probably won't happen. Yeah. 19. Okay. That's yeah. It is. Which so. one? Um, it's definitely going to hit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which one are you going yeah, for? The one that's on the ground or the one that uh, um, standing I, the, right there? Which one's closest to Ash? Uh, well, Ash is on top of one, oh. basically. Yeah, she's like trying Ooh. to tear one apart. Okay, There's... so I'll go for the other one. Yeah, yeah. I'll go for the other one so I don't hit her. Sorry. So yeah, like he like he does the thing where he like like lifts his hands from the ground and like it's just like 
like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, red flame starts to slowly grow in your hand. Yeah. Uh, you go underhand and just do, do you toss it underhand? Sweet. Oh, let's see. Yeah. I play a character. I, I, I feel like it's like he, yeah, he does it underhand. Underhand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's like, a yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Is Celise still in the? Is Celise in the way? I don't think Celise. No, Celise isn't in the way. Uh, this doorway opening is like um, like two doors okay. like wide, uh, so it would just spread apart like that. Um, and I think you, you're, poor Celise. She stands and she she goes in and then like ah, this little, this little elf girl goes right past her and then she's like, well, I'm gonna get you. And this guy catches on fire. Uh, do, do damage to him. What was your damage on him? Uh, wait. Uh, uh, wait. What? D six. Oh, sorry. D six. Uh, how many D sixes? No, what's your fireball? Sorry. My fireball is uh one level five. two D ten. Yeah. Uh, oh. See, this is why I get for not having my dice out already. Okay. Okay. Uh, four and two. Wait, that's a D8? Is that oh, D8s? Oh, those are D8s. My bad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, take those back. So roll, okay. these, roll this one twice. Okay. okay, five and... Uh, that's six, six. six. Or is it? Yeah, six. Eleven. No, that's oh, is that nine. That's a nine. Yeah. That's a nine? nine. Yeah. 14. Okay, so 14? Yeah. Uh, you kill him. How does he die? How does he die? Oh my gosh. How does he die? Uh, um, okay, so like after Ren has like, you know, sent the fireball out, he like walks up to him and he's like, don't tell any of your friends that we're here. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. We're here on a mission. While <laughs> he's burning? Like, he, like, like he's like, he's like, I, like, I feel like he has like, his <laughs> yeah. flames coming out of his eyeballs. Like, don't tell anyone we're here on a secret mission. Oh my God. And, and like, because he's trying to like redeem himself at this point. He's like, this is the first oh, time I got in a fight in like a few days. His mouth is open. Yeah. And he's just, all you hear is that little boy sound of, please, sir, I mean you no harm. Please, oh, sir, I mean no, bad. I just no, did that. No, it's, no, it's, it's like, creepy. That makes me feel bad. I just did that now. Um, oh, that's so creepy. But yeah, like Ren is like, you know, don't tell anybody we're here. Um, and then, like, I feel like the it just goes into like dust. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He disintegrates. Yeah. Uh, he, he's uh, that scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's yeah, like that's on fire like, and then yeah. like, yeah. slowly like falling apart. Poor Celise is not getting a swing at anyone. No, he's been trying to fight. So, who's next? Um, next is Shaka. Okay, uh, so I'm going to cast uh, Thaumaturgy, which is a cantrip that I have not used. I have never even heard that one. Um, so it basically lets me do things like create voices or like alter my voice. Oh, okay. So there's one thing that says that my voice booms to three times as loud as normal for a minute. Okay. So I'm going to look at the one that's like alive that like you're <laughs> trying, to, like, trying to trying to like tear his like arm off and 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 then say, "Listen, Birdman, you've seen what we've done with your companion. Now tell us why your arm is still attached to your meager bird body. What are you here for?" Wow. Mm. Um as you yell that, uh, that one is still crying. It cries like a little bit louder. Uh, but behind Rin and behind you, one on the left side, one on the right side, two other Kenkus like stand up very slowly and shaking. Um, and one of them says, uh, do, 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 do. Um, 
Um, one of them sounds like uh, a woman, uh, and it says, um, um, oh God, I'm going to mess up this voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so it's like, are you looking for a good time? Follow me. Are you looking for a good time? Follow me. And then the other one uh, yells, um, bring me the wizard's son. He knows where the stone is. Bring me the wither's oh. son. He knows where the stone is. Oh, parrots. They're parrots, guys. <laughs> they are parrots. I think they're parroting what they heard the, uh, the people that were in here. They were torturing. Well, okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm like thinking this. I guess. Yeah. All this happens um, at the same time. Like it probably surprises you that there's two other uh, yeah. Kenkus on the other side. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm thinking before I say it out loud, I'm thinking that these are basically functioning like parrots. They heard whatever happened in here. Somebody came and threatened the, you know, the Night's Watch and they left. So that's what, that's what I'm thinking right now. I haven't shared that yet. Yeah, if we had mine words. If we had mine words. <laughs> <laughs> um, Salise is next. Salise. I finally get to stab something. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh, give me a piece of this. And then you turn around and you see like there's two other ones. Oh, what do I take? The one in front of me, the one behind me. Oh. I'm going to go for the one that Ash is like trying to rip the arm off of. Gotcha. Try to finish it off. Great. Oh, dice don't fail me. Ooh, hello. Um, 19. Oh, yeah, that hits. Ooh, hello is what Salise says when she sees a bath. <laughs> wow. Okay. I like how uh, that's canon now. Right? <laughs> uh, six damage. Six damage. Okay, uh, he had nine before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how do you kill this guy? Oh, I... Ash I is right on top, right on top of him with, like, her claws in his shoulder. You just push me off. I'm not going to push you off. <laughs> okay. I can be like, this is for... This is for Ash, and this is for all the people I didn't get to stab earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and I just ram my sword right through its heart, uh, and pin it to the floor. Yeah, it go, it sinks. It goes right through like warm butter, just like, whoosh, like you don't even try to push pressure on it. Um, as it as it tears in, the crying gets like less and less. Um, in the background, you swear you hear. This is for all the people I didn't get to kill. <laughs> Which could be the other Kenku repeating you. You, you assume. Mean, be? Uh, who's next? Kenku. Kenku. Um, the Kenku behind Rin is going to take a swing at him. Uh. And it is not going to hit. Uh, the other one is going to take a swing at Shaka, who's also in the back. Perrin, you're watching all this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, hold on, let me just roll this real quick. Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, 24 hits, right? Yes. Okay. Sure. Great. <laughs> yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so he's going to lunge at you. Uh, he deals six damage to you. Ooh. Uh, that Kenku is just like, this for all the people I didn't get to hit. <laughs> he uh, slashes right at you. Uh, Perrin, you see uh, your friends. You, uh, you actually have the best seat in the house because right. you have this open door. Uh, you see Celise standing there. Uh, and then you see uh, Ashburn jump right in front of her and tackle this guy. Then you see this fire come out of nowhere because you can't see uh, right. uh, Rin from the other side. Uh, this guy disintegrates right in front of you. Uh, <laughs> And then you see Salise stab this other guy. What are you thinking? Uh, well, at first, my first thought is, 
Well, uh, at least Elise has finally gotten to stab some. Maybe soon she'll be able to get a bath. (laughs) (laughs) You're all concerned about Elise getting a bath. Elise has a sword this week. Right. So I'm sitting there contemplating letting them continue to fight. And then I think about all the adventures that we've been on um, throughout this. So even even in my uh, want for self-preservation, my my caring for this group of people that have become um, more than friends, have become family. It's, you know, Perrin hasn't had a family since his family died in, in a fire back in, in his hometown. So he's gone around and he's made lots of friends, um, but he hasn't really found people that he can trust. Mm. Um, so even dis- despite the fact that there's all of this paranoia going on, um, there's a, there's a feeling of belonging with this group and there's a, a feeling of responsibility. Uh, so I, I say, um, so parent says, perhaps it's time for me to put up with all of this nonsense and go join my family. Uh, Duo is standing right next to you. Yes. Uh, who you haven't been paying attention to. He's just been eating all the food. Uh, nice. he's, he's actually eating the jerky that was in Salisa's bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, he turns to you as you're just like having this superhero moment, you know? Right. And he's just like, I thought for sure you were going to say, put up or shut up. <laughs> I, thought for sure, I, thought, I, I thought for sure you were going to say that. Parent Underbow always zigs. When you think he will zag. Zogs. Oh, zags. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Zigzags. Yes. <laughs> zigzags. Are, we, are we, <laughs> we going in there? Let's go. Uh, I see you've, you've been renamed from Thing 2 to Duo. Duo. Yeah, that's let's, me. Let's do what I always thought that you would do. Breaking skulls and biting people's legs. I was right. going to say be a hero, but yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a hero, too. Yes. Yeah, let's too. do it. Uh, and you guys walk in together? Yes. Great. Yes, we're walking yeah. In together. <laughs> uh, we'll put you right after uh, the Kenku. Okay. Um, who's next? Who Back to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other Kenku. Who's next? Yeah, Ashbourne? Yeah, yeah Ash- oh, okay. Ash is next. Sorry. Um, they're just like st- standing there. They're not doing anything or attacking or. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, knock knock. Oh yeah, knock knock. Gosh, yeah. guys, there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's a Raj too. Yeah, uh, so I'll just yeah. put them at the end. Yeah, put them at the end. So uh knock knock and Zaraj were kind of the tail end, anyways. So knock knock sees the one on on Ren's left. Uh uh he's gonna take a swing at him. Oh yeah, that's gonna hit that guy. Uh I think it's gonna like really kill this guy. <laughs> uh hold on, let's get to yeah. Okay, and he will take uh, eight damage. Uh, knock, knock, pulls out one of his short swords, and he just, he sees him going. He, he's also a little bit paranoid, um, and his paranoia is confirmed by that thing hiding behind. You know I mean? like, yeah, <laughs> that could have happened at any time he was walking. Uh, he, he takes out uh, his, uh, his uh, hummingbird one, and he just like flings it at that guy. It goes like right through his shoulder and uh, sticks in there. Uh, and then we'll go with Zaraj. Ooh, uh, 
think Zaraj actually might miss. Is that possible? Uh, yeah. Well, he he has been hanging out with, us. with us. Tainted. <laughs> wow. Telling his shine. Yeah. Oh no, you're that. right. It uh, it will hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, do 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 do. What we got? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he hits the one that is going for Shotka. Um, he takes out his, uh, um, little short sword, a short sword. Cause they're in close count, uh, quarters with all you guys. Uh, he goes up to the Kenku and, uh, goes to slash right at him. Uh, he hits the side of his arm as well. And it gets pretty deep. Ashburn. Uh, how many Kenku are left standing? Uh, just two. Just two? The two in back, um, by okay. you guys. Yeah. Um, which one looks the most damaged? The one closest to... Uh, Rin. Rin? Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so I am so very scared for Rin. I think this Kenku is going to kill him because I'm hyper paranoid. And I um, launch my longbow at the Kenku. Oh, okay. So you're like on this dead Kenku. Ken- so I just like stand up and then I just like... You pull it. Yeah. yeah. And you shoot it. Go mm-hmm. for it. Please don't hit Rin. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> that is 20 something to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. And two damage. Two damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the arrow pierces uh, his abdomen, actually. Uh, it kind of like doubles over a little bit to like hold his stomach. Um, yeah. Great. He's, he's still up, though. Okay. Uh, Rin. Okay, so um, how it's how many of those? There's it's two. two there's one oh. right in front of you, and then there's one right uh, in back of Shaka. Okay, so like I might as well use the crossbow because this whole time I've been wanting to. <laughs> so uh, Rin. Blank range or oh no, the other one. Wait. Uh, so there's one right next to you. Ugh. I mean, and then there's one. On yeah, because the I, I want to be like vicious, so I like turn around, <laughs> yeah, and just, like turn, and just like yeah, okay. uh, with the light crossbow. Yeah, I'll give you advantage on that because you are so close to him. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> like he's super yeah. like ready. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll, roll it again. Okay. Add uh what's your modifier on that? Um it uh Sorry, on your crossbow. Should be I don't think I have it. You do, but it's you didn't write it down. Oops, I didn't write it down. Okay. Um yeah, I didn't write it down. Uh <laughs> it's probably not high enough to hit though. Okay. Uh okay. so yeah. Uh you go. He's very close to you, mm-hmm. but um for the way his uh hood is up and um, you know, he's moving around, it just goes through the fabric. Uh the arrow just cuts right through the fabric. It actually doesn't hit him at all. Okay. Who's next? Shaka. Shaka. Cool. So um so I'm assuming that when we got our bags from J. Rose, all of our stuff was in there, correct? You guys didn't go through the bag. Uh, okay. So can I say that I have my crossbow right now? Right? Yeah. I could say that on the top, the crossbow would be that one of the heaviest things in your okay. bag. So okay. right. yeah, it would be at the top, I would say. Okay. So I see what like Rin does and I say, that looks pretty cool. I want to try that as well. <laughs> 
So I take out my crossbow. You guys are ridiculous, <laughs> by the way. You're in the Crossbow's closest quarters of combat. She pulled out a bow. He pulled out a bow. A long she bow. A long bow. And he pulled out a bow. Look, look. <laughs> look, look. Trying, look I'm trying to stay on bread. I mean, the, uh, the uh, third time is a charm, is what I'm saying. So I turn to like the one that's like behind me with the crossbow. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. give you advantage as well. <laughs> Sure. All right, 13. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, 17. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, that, that that arrow that's three feet away, <laughs> it hits. Four. Four? Damage. Uh, which one is this? This one is a rush hit, right? Yeah, uh, so this kills him. How do you kill him with the arrow? Okay, uh, so I... Um, Where does that arrow hit? Yeah, so so like I kind of like... Because I, like, I think... He was behind me, correct? Yes. Right. You spun around. Right. So, so like I spin around and I basically, I aimed the arrow for his throat. Oh. Okay. Um, because I'm not sure if this one is going to do that crazy baby cry. Oh yeah. Like the other one did. So like my like thought is, well, even if I don't kill him, I can at least stop him from like, if he potentially does that, like a call. So I fire it and ends up. Taking him out. Yeah, and he's actually repeating, um, uh, bring me the wizard's son. He knows where the stone is. Bring me the... And then he topples over. Who's next? Uh, Salise. Salise. Is anyone alive? Yeah, there's the one yeah, right by is. Ren. He's looking horrible. Kick him. He looks pretty, you want to hit it? You want to kick him? Yeah, you can just kick him. You can roll, kick sir. <laughs> that's, that's pretty confident. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is it enough for me to like run up with my sword? Or you is, can you can do it however you want to do it. I have no bow otherwise. <laughs> yeah, you want to run up to him and kick him? <laughs> want to kick the bird? <laughs> yeah. Sure, it'll yes. be good comic relief. Okay, yes. go up there and kick this bird. Let's see if we can kick. Oh, God, what's my kick melee that there? Bird. <laughs> Kick that bird! What's the your strength modifier? Uh, my strength then is plus three, so fourteen. Oh yeah, you kick him dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, nice. just basic. Well, if you roll your roll your damage, I mean, you would have. Oh god, what's damage? Yeah, on melee? I, th- I, I think he just needs two, and then he's dead. So, so is it a d six or d eight for melee? Um, I would guess six. Okay, yeah. Oh. One, you didn't oh, kick him dead. No, I get. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get a bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I get at least two points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you kick this bird dead? <laughs> <laughs> so I like run up like I'm gonna actually like kick a soccer ball. Yeah, oh. and just like rear back and just punt its head. Oh, oh my god! While he's saying, uh, he's like he's, his head is actually pretty low because he doubled over uh, when he took. What? Yeah, uh, and he's actually saying what you had said a moment ago. He's like. Uh, Finally, I get to hit something. Uh, and then, like, the side of his skull just gets, like, uh, caved, in. caved in and he topples over. Perrin, you just walked in the door. Well, <laughs> so, all right, so, Duo and I were zigzagging yeah. on our way <laughs> to, yeah. to the door. Um, so, we we zigzag our way in and we were... We were um, uh, you know, ridiculously precise in our zigzag, <laughs> and and we get to the door just in time to see Celise punt the head. Oh man, um, yeah, 
Looks like they got everything under control here. Uh, that was particularly unnerving, Salise. <laughs> <laughs> Zaraj heads uh, straight down the hall. He's gone for a minute, and then he comes back. It's empty. The place, um, Kinkus must have came, ambushed my men, and uh, there's bodies in the back. Okay, uh, do you know who the wizard's son is? Um, no, that could be anyone. Just about anyone. Okay. Guess we're dealing with these worms. That's okay. Got it. And I'm like um, looking around because like sh- I think that uh, Ash um, is starting to um, like the worm is setting in a little deeper. So she's like starting mm. to se- kind of separate herself from the group. So she kind of wants her worm now. Oh, okay. She like w- wants to keep it safe. And as you're walking, mm-hmm. uh, you hear this rustling. Um, it's coming. It's coming from a, a, a door. It's what? It's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. It's a. Uh, um, it's this rustling coming from this door on the side, like maybe a closet. You don't. You actually don't know what this room would be. It's a warehouse. It's dilapidated. Uh, but there is a, a small, like, closet door that you're passing by, and you can hear this rustling by it. I'm gonna slowly open that door. Oh, you're gonna open the door? Yeah. Okay. Um, as you open the door. You are surprised as um, like brooms and uh, mops kind of like fall out of it and crash to the ground. Uh, and you hear a voice. You hear a voice just start yelling. Oh, please. Oh, please. Uh, I'll tell you everything. I'll spell out names. Ooh, I'll give you addresses. What? And you're looking at this well-dressed human. Uh, uh, like his hair is done, uh, but he's frantic. Uh, you can tell he's been crying. The sides of his uh, face is, is still wet. Uh, his eyes are red. Does his crying sound like the Kenku's crying? It doesn't. No. Okay. No. He has more of a... Uh, like a, a grown man cry. Yeah, a grown man sigh. Right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Um, Zaraj uh, busts in and like, like uh, stands right in front of him. He's like, stand up, Montgomery. What happened here? And he, he, like, helps him to his feet and, like, dusts himself off. Oh, it was dreadful. I was enjoying my nighttime sleepy time tea uh, when Schemo was interrogating one of his friends. Friends. Uh, when all of a sudden the door bursts open and before I know it, the place is crawling with Kenku. Horrible creatures they are, always repeating what they heard. Nosy little busybodies. Zaraj is staring, like, right at him um with his hands kind of like crossed just like looking at him Mm. um anyways i um i fought valiantly as ever um but i found myself in this closet um under all this (laughs) equipment um oh it's a good thing you arrived when you did i was just about ready to give them a piece of my mind uh zaraj looks at all the dead Kenku uh, uh, in the room, the one that's been disintegrated, uh, the one with claw marks, the one whose skull is uh, caved in. Uh, and he turns back and he's like, Montgomery, these four, they have mind worms. Take care of it. Zaraj looks over at uh, Salise and Ren. You two, come with me. You guys, um, he takes you to the back room. 
Um, so knock knock, uh, Shaka. Well, I don't have mine anymore. Um, well, right. <laughs> oh, right. 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 okay. I'm no, sorry. Sorry. I apologize. Zaraj pointed to to, uh, to you for. Uh, okay. Um, and you you explain that to him. You you explain like, ooh, mine ones. They are tricky, aren't they? Um, you are so gross. Uh, and he, he makes his way uh to one of the crates that are there. Uh, he starts shuffling around. You can see his feet kind of like dangling off the side. Uh, and he comes back with a bowl, uh, a pitcher of uh, clear liquid, and a velvet sack. He. Uh, dumps the pitcher uh, into the bowl. You could hear the liquid like coming out and splashing inside. Uh, he puts his hands into it. He kind of starts washing his hands a little bit. And he seems very happy that you guys are there, like that he's not alone in this closet anymore. <laughs> uh, he puts his hands in uh, and then he slowly and meticulously unwraps this velvet sack. And he says, these stones are said to be older than time itself. Once harnessed, the psychic power can destroy just about anything. Say bye-bye, mine worms. And he puts them uh, into the bowl very carefully and slowly. Uh, he puts four of them in there. Okay, let's give that a couple minutes uh, and I'll prepare the room. And he dashes off uh, down the hall and like leaves you guys there. So are we still in the same room with the Kinkus? Yeah, yeah, there's bodies still there. So I'd like to roll investigation on the Kinkus. Oh, yeah. To roll see uh, if we find anything on them. Mm -hmm. um, I did not find anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, roll, uh, pretty low. Um, um, my investigation is a seven. Yeah, it's pretty low. You, you go, uh, you find him, you search through their stuff. You don't really find anything. You find uh, a dagger. Uh, you find uh, different change purses uh on him uh mostly copper pieces nothing there's actually one with like wooden pieces that looks like it's supposed to be passing for copper but you know better it, you know as uh, a performer who is who's given these uh things before um yeah did you want to take that um yeah i'll take the copper pieces okay yeah yeah, why not? yeah sure yeah. Can can I roll, um, and I don't know if this would be history or to, I want to see if Kenku are, would be prone to do a random attack on someone. Oh, yeah, yeah. This seems like a yeah, roll. targeted thing. You can roll uh, history on that. All right, 18. 18. Uh, yeah, they're not prone to that. Like they, if, if they are here someone sent them here uh more than likely they've been enticed with uh the um there might be gold somewhere uh but for the most part they're not breaking entries and causing havoc just for the hell of it okay. they're probably there they probably were there for a reason um, I want to investigate the Kenku as well the one that said um specifically the <coughs> wizard's son Oh, okay. That can coo. And I'm going to look for markings because um, in the alley a while ago when we found um, one of the bad guys had a mark on him mm. to, to specify who he was working for. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, right. So the, the bugbear had the Xanathar sign. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking for any, any sigil, any symbol. Yeah. <laughs> that is eight. Eight. Okay. Um, 
you don't find anything that would um there's nothing on the kenku that would tell you what he was doing there or anything mm-hmm. like that you do notice a small patch of feathers missing uh on its the side of its neck um and as you like move the feathers up just a little bit, you do notice that yellow marking uh, that you had seen before. It's faded um, and you can't really make it out, but it's pretty much just a circle with some like r- loopy rays coming out of it. Oh, yeah. so it is the... the Xanathar birds. Xanathar birds. Great. Um, do you guys want to do anything else? Yeah, knock, knock is there, and he's just like he's looking at these rocks, and he's just like, "What do you think these rocks do?" I mean, we already had our experiment with rocks with at the uh, black t- uh, at the tower. I think it's called the black <laughs> oh, tower. Yeah. Black, uh, black that tower. So, tower. so don't flip them, guys, and don't lick them either. Okay. <laughs> you look right at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, knock, knock puts his hand inside. Uh, <gasps> inside the bowl, and he just like flips it. Knock, knock. What? Nothing happened. Oh my god! Nothing happened. Something could have happened. It could ruined it. You never know. You never know. Something could have happened. And he takes his hand out of it. You know what? I I can't be. I can't wait to be rid of worms, <laughs> <laughs> so I can be rid of your thoughts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine already fell out, so I'm mostly just watching you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's cut over to Rin and Celise. Um, meanwhile, Celise and Rin, you're in this back area where the dock would be. Um, it's big and it's open area. The room is empty except for uh, near where the um, the dock door would open. There is a trunk. A traveling trunk with clothes coming out of it. Uh, Next to that is a broken mirror propped up against the wall. Um, Some bedrolls are out. Um, They're very close together. Next to the bedroll, there is a small um, box. You surmise it's probably a music box of some sort. Um, And uh, Zarash turns to Ren. He says, Ren. Yeah. Those, um, those clothes you're wearing. Very flashy. I mean, it was for the, you know, the theater. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid they're going to cost too much attention. You must discard them. Wear oh. something less conspicuous. Change into this. And he pulls out um, some well-worn garb, like well-worn, um, I guess... Plebeian garb, uh, <laughs> like nothing Ren would ever wear. Uh, it's a simple shirt and pantaloons. Are they called pantaloons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Seems weird. Yeah, pantaloons yeah. are the under underwear parts. Oh, okay. So you just want like knickers. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he gives you some knickers. Yeah. Um, and um, he like hands them to you. Change into this and remove any jewelry or precious stones you may have oh. from your clothing and mask. We can trade those laters for supplies. Whoa. He starts rummaging for more stuff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just, 
<laughs> is that a reaction? Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's my reaction and Red's reaction all the way. Uh, Red's like, uh, I mean, I guess. Is this for the safety of, of myself? Like, do I, ha- do I have to do this? It's for the safety of everyone. If I mean, your jewels are going to cause attention. Your clothing just calls attention to you and the group. And at this point, we need to blend in. I, I I guess I will do what I have to do for the 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 betterment of the group. And so he like sadly like takes all his stuff oh, and he's no. just like he's like takes it off. Oh, and it's he's it's like, like a sad music. And like <laughs> as he's like putting on the clothes, he's just like all the memories of just like feeling poor and not having like anything. He's just like feeling it like regret. And he's just like, mm. but he knows he has to. Okay, I I'll I'll I'm, I'll do it. It's fine. Um, and he, you know, he kind of, he didn't think it was going to be this big of a deal or whatever, but he can definitely see that you're hurt, um, or, or what have you. Um, if you need rest, you can do, go down the hall. There's another room. Um, we'll send, we'll send food in later when the others are fine. Well, how long will it be till they come or they're done with their mind worms? Montgomery works fast, so hopefully soon. Is it safe for us to just sleep here? Um, see what he would say. At this point, I guess we can discuss this once they're better. But for right now, if you wanted to rest, I believe me and Celise have you. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll rest for now. Um, so I imagine you head down the hall. Yeah. Um, Celise, you're there um, with Zaraj as well. Uh, let's actually, before we do, let's cut back to um, mm-hmm. Montgomery uh, and the bowl. And Montgomery and the bowl. It's Monty and the bowl. <laughs> Monty and the bowl. Um, so he comes back into the room and he like looks at all of you very carefully. He looks at Shaka. It looks the same. Ashborn is kind of just like tweaking a little bit. Uh, Perrin is also uh, not tweaking the same way that Ashborn is, uh, but he's very smiley and very like, I'm not hiding anything. Right. Like, like an I Love Lucy episode. Right. <laughs> uh, and there's just Knock Knock. He's also not. Knock Knock looks very similar to Shaka. Just like, just standing there. Um and Montgomery like points right at shot, uh, right at knock knock. And he's just like, let me guess. Uh, you grabbed the stone, huh? And knock knock's like, uh, no, I didn't grab the stone. And he's like, of course you did. Everyone grabs the stone. It's crazy how often that works. And he grabs the stone uh, from the bowl. And he just throws them in the corner. He starts throwing them in the corner. Uh, the stones? Yeah, he just starts throwing the stones in what the corner. What are you doing, man? And, he, and Montgomery's just like, worthless, but effective. Uh, the stones are garbage, you see. The real magic is uh, the, the saliva, the intellect saliva uh, that that gentleman has his hands covered in. Uh, and Knock Knock looks at his hands and they're like, it's kind of like this, they've been moisturized in this like saliva liquid uh, that he put his hands into. Um, and Montgomery explains, he's he just says, Ooh, uh, in 
It numbs the psychic pathways for, for a little bit. Um, gross creatures, those intellect devourers. But they're good for something. Um, I imagine um, that was the same thing that they did to your leg. And uh, he points um, to the claw marks like on oh, your legs. Uh, how'd you know that? Because he can tell uh, you're subdued, just like this other guy. You didn't send that thing, did you? <laughs> Oh, do you I'm ask him that? I do ask him that. Okay. Uh, How would you know? No, I, I would never say, I would, I would not. Oh, it would take great power to send something like that after you. Okay. Um, Just checking. Um, okay, folks. And he like slaps his hands together. Um, here's what's going to happen. Um, you're going to get into that room with me and I'm going to dive into your mind. Don't worry. It's, um, it's going to be horrible for me. <laughs> um, uh, this bug that you so graciously put into your head is attaching itself to a memory of yours. Something really important. It could be uh, something happy. It, it could be something scary. Mm, but whatever it is, it's something that you need to stay with you. Um, we're going to go into that memory, and that's where that bug will be. Any questions, big guy? And he points at knock, knock. Um, not. I ain't, I ain't got any, any questions. That's okay. And he grabs Knock Knock by the hand and he says, um, you two, um, put your hands in the saliva while I'm gone. And he carries Knock Knock to the other room. Ash? Yeah, yeah. Young ladies first. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to do it if you're not going to do it. Oh, I will do it. Well. But only after you. Okay. Um, how about we do it at the same time? The same time. Okay, well, we'll count to three. Count to three. Shaka, are you in? I'm not in. I don't have mind worms, so I'm just watching you guys. How do you know you don't have, did it come out of you? Or is it still in your brain? I don't know. My or is it asleep? My leg was on fire. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm not down with this as of now, so. I, I can count for uh, you guys, though. I can count for you guys. We have to cover him in the saliva. <laughs> that, that me, uh. Be a thing that we can do. I say this via mind worms. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Okay, gotcha. Um, so we're going to count to three and then okay. you, you count us down. Yes. Okay. All right. From, from three to, to one. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm joking. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, dunk those hands. <laughs> <laughs> dunk those hands. Perrin goes to dunk his hands, and he stops. And I stop, too. Right. Oh, you. Right. you Come on, guys. You were going to trick me. I was not going to trick you. I was going to be chivalrous. So I, because of who I am, because the bowls are next to each other, right? Oh, it's just one yeah, bowl. It's like one, one big, bowl. One, yeah. one big salad bowl. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So... Because I am clumsy and um, brash, I'm so upset that you did this. I grab your hands and I dunk them, and it causes it's both of our that. hands to dunk. Oh! Yeah, and you guys are just covered in this saliva. Can I, if I said something to Montgomery right now, would he be able to hear her? Yeah, you would have to yell it down the hall. Okay. Hey, Montgomery. Don't you have the booming voice thing still? Uh, oh, is that still going? I think that ran out. I think it was, it was like a minute. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I could cast it again. <laughs> it's a cantrip. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, so you said that that uh, thing already 
bit bit my leg and it took my uh do, do you think I still have a mind worm is what I'm saying because I can't hear thoughts anymore so do I need to dip my hands in this uh he peeks uh his head through the corner um maybe I don't know um are there any negative effects if I don't have a mind worm and mm, I dip my hands in this? stickiness gooeyness um oh and it could smell for days Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well then, t- to be sure, and because I see them both being punks about it, I just, boom. Yeah. Dip my hands right in there. Great. And your hands are covered in this weird saliva type goo. We're going to cut over to Salise real quick. Um, uh, Zaraj has turned to you. Um, and he says, um, Salise. Yes. The watch will be looking for a paladin of tear. That matches your description. I know. I've met a few paladins in my time, and I would imagine it would be impossible to ask you to part with your armor. But maybe we can come up with a plan to conceal it, or maybe get you a new one in time. Do you know of a way to change the coloration? I, I don't have my shield, and that was the biggest marker of, of tear that I had. It had the... The rune emblazoned on it. Without that, I could just be any other soldier. We can find you a blacksmith for sure. That might be able to change your armor a little bit. At least, at least for the time. That's, that's fine. You notice Zaraj hasn't been making eye contact with you. Um, he's, he's staring down at the corner at this... Um, like he's business as usual as mm-hmm. he's talking to you, um, just like he was with Ren. But you notice he has been staring at this little box uh, next to uh, his the rollout beds. Zaraj. Uh, he kind of doesn't respond as you say that. I, uh, I, I approach and just gently put my hand on his his shoulder. I, I understand. Do you need to be alone for a while? Uh, he kind of comes to and he's just like, um, he lifts up the little music box. Uh, he doesn't open it. He says, um, I hate music, but I like this song. He puts it in his trunk. You said on that, you said by the ocean that you had lost someone. Yeah. Does it end? Sometimes. Sometimes you can forget for a little bit, but other times like this where you're alone or you're with someone who knows that pain as well, it comes back and hits you like a punch in the chest without your armor. Who did you lose? Funny, I'm telling you this, and I haven't told the people I'm traveling with. I set out because the memories were too painful at home. I lost my wife, and I vowed to avenge her. I'm a paladin, but I'm not a kind or sweet one. I took a vow of vengeance. I'm going to find the one that took her from me and make them pay. And after that, I don't know. Maybe I'll lay down my sword. Maybe I'll finally go back having done what I set out to do, but the pain is a lot. 
and I know yours is fresh and you don't know me very well, but from one soldier, someone who's lost when they didn't think they could open their heart, I'm here if you need to talk or if you just want to sit and be quiet. I understand that pain. I wear her ring around my neck, and that's the one thing I can't part with. I'll give up my armor. I'll get a different sword. I'll be as nondescript as you need, but that is the only thing I can't part with. It's the last thing I have of her. Um, He hears that, um, and it feels right for him. Um, He has sadness to go nowhere. Uh, He's not a a person that uh, does well with feelings. So he has sadness to go nowhere. And as soon as you say um, you have vengeance or that you want revenge on um, the person that's taken him, uh, it clicks with him and it feels like, oh, I want that too. Like, Mm -hmm. I want that too. And as soon as you say that you wear her ring uh, to remind you, and it's the only thing that matters. Um, he picks back up that music box, and he opens it up, and you two are just standing in this empty dock, um, listening to this song, um, like click through the chimes. Um, it goes, you you actually know this song? It's a very mm-hmm. like popular, well known song, and. Um, I'm not a singing person, but I will try. Don't ruin the moment. <laughs> uh, it goes, uh, I lost my love. Where did she go? I hear her name when the wind blows. The wolves will find her asleep in the snow. The howls, the screams for God to know. And in that moment, you you see his lips move very slowly with uh, the the melody. Mm -hmm. And it reminds you of that moment on the roof where he put his forehead against Levant's forehead. Um, you guys saw this and you thought maybe, uh, she was saying something to him, uh, possibly a prayer. Celise, you know that she was singing his favorite song to him. Uh, something that she probably sang to him before she went to sleep. We're going to cut over to, uh, knock, knock walking out of Montgomery's, uh, uh, room. He looks happy. He looks really, oh, sorry, he is a little misty-eyed. Let's uh, <laughs> turn around. Uh, yeah. he, he looks happy as he walks out of the room. He's like, oh, you guys, you guys are going to love this. You guys, this is great. Um, and Montgomery comes out. He's like, that gentleman has it together. Um, who's next? <laughs> and he points at uh, Perrin and he points at Ashburn. Um, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Well, since you don't like chivalry ash, I'll be more than happy to be rid of these mind words. Montgomery, Perrin is your underbelly. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on. Uh, it's, you walk into the room. It's pretty barren. Uh, and there are two chairs just in the middle of this room uh, facing each other. And um, he, he looks at you and he says, well, um, all you have to do is focus. Focus on that moment. I don't know exactly what it is for you. It's different for everyone. But if you can just focus on a very, one of your first important memories, the thing that, it might not be the right one. It might not be the one that you think is the biggest or the most entertaining. But whatever that one is, I, I need you to find it, okay? Very well. And close your eyes and you start to concentrate. Um, and it's kind of like this warp zone, like, and you guys are someplace. Where are you? Uh, so we are back in uh, my halfling village. Mm. Um, we're in, uh, it's, it's a very beautiful day. We're in like the, just the edge of the forest. Um, I am coming out of the, the tree line and off in the distance is a cottage. It's a nice size cottage. Um, it happens to be my family's home. Mm. Um, and there is, and when I was coming out of the tree line, I saw smoke billowing, which isn't out of the normal, you know, out of the ordinary because, um, you know, the fireplace may be going, someone may be cooking something or something in the hearth. Um, but as I get out of the tree line and I look, I see that there is much, much more smoke than, than there should be. And as I start to make my way closer and closer, I see that um, the entire, the entire uh, cottage is on fire. Oh, okay. Um, so you and Montgomery are standing outside this cottage and you see yourself, a younger parent, uh, starts running to this cottage. Um, Montgomery looks over at you, um, who's watching all this. Oh, I, um, I thought it might be a, a happy memory, like the, the half-orc. What, what happens here? This is when m my old life ended and the life of Perrin Underbow began. So th this is a bittersweet memory. This is the memory of the young halfling dying and the beginning of the life of the man that you see before you. My family, my entire family, everyone that I ever knew, died right here, right now. This fire was set. This was not an accident. But I looked at myself and saw this young boy as me and knew that despite what has happened, the tragedy that has happened, that I have been spared, that I should take this time to live life to its fullest, to find out all its mysteries, all its enchantments, and then perhaps with enough investigation, with enough knowledge, that I may find out who is the one who did this to my family. And that I could avenge them and set right what was started oh so long ago. 
um, Montgomery stands there and his eyes are very wide uh, as he watches this house go up in flames um, and watches you search for a way in um, to the cottage, I would imagine. Yeah. You were trying to get into yeah. it. Okay, well, um, I have some really, really bad news. Um, oh, God, I was really hoping for a happy memory. Um, th this is a tragic one. Um, and the mind worm is going to change it. Um, in a second now, if I was a betting man, the mind worm is going to try to save the thing you lost at this time and completely change your cornerstone, completely rewrite you. You have one chance to keep the memory as is. Well, if I'm being honest, and uh, Perrin, while I always tell the truth, I'm not always honest. I don't know that I want to keep this memory. Oh, um, I mean, uh, if you lose this memory, you will lose yourself. Um, these, th this mind will, will rewrite your, in your entire mind based on this one cornerstone. I mean, we don't have much time. You need to lock that door right now. You need to lock that door. What? And he points at this door. It looks like a cottage, the, a door that would be on a cottage, right. um, except it is a deep purple, uh, almost scaly the way the mine worm would be. Uh, in Montgomery's mind, he's thinking uh, the way this mind worm is going to take over is by changing uh, your memory. And to do so, this mind worm needs to save your family. So you think that uh, you have always saved your family. Um, so Montgomery points to the door. Whatever you do, you, you have to keep that door shut. No matter how much they scream, keep it shut. Perchance, it's unnecessary for me to be what I thought I wanted to be. Today, I must embrace who I've become. I will keep the door closed. Um, so you and Montgomery run up to this door uh, and you press your body up against it. It wobbles a little bit. It doesn't feel hard like a door. It feels like a giant worm. Um, uh, as you hold it shut, you, you feel this banging on it uh, as well. Uh, you can see yourself in the distance, kind of look at us uh, in the distance. And uh, the banging and then there's uh, yelling, but it's not human yelling or um, uh, halfling yelling. Right. Uh, it's like this horrible, terrible scream of like uh, a uh, creature uh, calling out. Um, 
when we look up and the camera pans back, we see that the cottage is this giant purple worm at this time, completely on fire. Uh, and it's screaming and it's yelling. Uh, it's so intense and you could almost like feel the heat. And then all of a sudden you're sucked out and you're just sitting in that room again with Montgomery, um, and yourself. Well, um, why don't you get some rest? Um, he opens up the door and it creaks. Very well. <laughs> Paranandabel will uh, go and get some rest. I've definitely needed some. Thank you very much. Oh my God, he uh, thinks you're the most fucked up person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rin, let's cut over to you. Um, so Knock Knock got out first. He's been kind of like looking uh, around this entire place and he goes to, um, he goes to you, he finds you in the back and, um, he, he had already stopped by Zaraj and Salise and they had told him, uh, you know, go check on Ren, see if he needs anything. Um, and Knock Knock comes back and he's just like, um, hey man, what's going on? Um, and I, like, I feel like Ren's like in a corner, just like sulking and just like, like he just like lost everything and uh, he's like um i'm i'm all right i'm just uh, this is, i just kind of going through some stuff right now yeah um yeah who would they they they're going to take your they're going to take your jewels and your clothes away that seemed like something you really cared about huh yeah um I mean, I it's it's been kind of hard, um, just mainly because it's just I've had a, a hard life, and 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 I know it seems very flashy of me having things like this, but it's it's all I have, and this like I feel like everything's been taken from me, and but I know it's for the betterment of the group, but I can't I can't not feel like bad about myself right now. Yeah. Um, what's the fear? That I'm just going to be nothing like I was before. Like I don't matter. And this is the first time in my life I've actually felt like I was doing a had a purpose or I was doing something or I meant something more than myself. And it just feels like I'm going back to just being just nothing again. What were you before? Wait, what, what was that before? I mean, I, I, I haven't talked about this much and I try not to, but, um, you know, before I met all you guys and like, yeah, I grew up like without a family or friends and I was by myself and I was, I had nothing. I walked around in 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 sacks and and had the dingiest clothes and and I just got called so many names and made fun of and I had to steal to survive. That's all I had. And the very first time I actually had something of of value was a piece of gold I found just mm. just trying to survive and when I saw it, it was the most beautiful thing I ever saw in my life and I knew when I had it I didn't want to let it go and 
I I wanted to be better than what everybody would talk and say about me and 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 be better as a person and and just not be nothing anymore. Hmm. Want to like change, change your name. Yeah. It feels like that. He pauses for a minute uh, in the doorway. Um, kind of like looks at his feet. And he says, Ren, do you remember the, remember the first time we met? You asked me, um, you asked me about my name. Yeah. You asked me uh, what my name meant. And uh, I didn't know you very well, so I didn't, I didn't tell you, but um, I can tell you if you want, if you want to know, it might help you. Yeah, I would like to hear that. So, um, so Knock Knock's not like the first name that I had. Um, I actually don't remember my first name. They would call me it all the time and I just, I just never answered to it, you know? And it was like... I didn't grow up in the monastery with the elves at first. And I was born and raised in a tribe, in a half-orc tribe, you know? We were nomadic, so we'd, we'd travel. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really fit in there, you know? Like, uh, it didn't make sense. It's like the tribe was this dog-eat-dog place, and it, it wasn't for me. It, there was no discipline. It was just like, you know... Everything was looked down upon if you try to help someone. Um, there was no, anyone can turn the back on you at any time. Anyways, this one day, um, we were traveling and we passed by this monastery, right? And it was beautiful, it was gorgeous. And the chief, he decides, hey, you know what? We should take that, that should be ours. And he sent 10 of our strongest men in and they, they went up to the front door, and almost on like instinct before they got there, one single elf came out. And it's like she read them. She like knew exactly what they wanted, knew exactly why they were there. And in a moment, so fast, ran so fast, all ten of them were on the ground, dead. And she casually just walked back inside and closed the door. And see. The chief, the chief was angry, angry, and he wanted that monastery more than anything. So he needed, needed more information on it. So he needed a recon. My father, my father, he was this brave, huge, huge half-orc. He volunteered me, of all people, me. I was excited. I, I got to leave. I got to leave the tribe. And I didn't really, I didn't do well there. So I found the cliff that overlooked the monastery and I just sat there and I watched, you know, every day, just taking detailed notes, people that went in, people that came out. And very soon, I got to know them. I saw them and it made sense. It made so much sense. The way they treated each other, the respect, the pride that they had. On the third day, they buried all warriors. They buried them and had a ceremony and everything. Days turned into weeks, and I found myself <laughs> I found myself making my clothing to look like them, you know? 
And I was, I found myself putting clay on my ears. They were so horrible, right? You would have laughed so hard. They were so bad. They were just like flopping down on me. And one night they were having the celebration. And I was just singing this song so loud. It was, I could still hear it, you know. But I didn't hear my name. Like, I didn't hear my father calling me. I've been in a lot of fights, Ren. And I've taken a lot of licks. But I ain't never been hurt like that before. And when I woke up, the whole tribe was packing up. The chief had announced that the monastery was impenetrable and that we'd never get through. And during that meeting, my father raised his hand and said that I had discovered a way through. They had come up with a clever disguise. I think he knew. I think he knew it wouldn't work. But the embarrassment, you know, might have been too much for him. To have a son like me. So I started walking. And I started walking closer to the monastery. And every step that I took, I got more terrified and more terrified, like I was marching to my own death. My rags, my poorly sewn rags on me, they had smeared mud on my face to make it look like I was the same skin color as them. And my, my ears were lopsided from the beating. And when I made it to the door, I clenched my fists and I wanted to run. That would have been a bad mistake, but I wanted to. When you're standing in front of the thing you want most, sometimes you just run and that's okay. No one would have judged me. I could have been a half-orc in any town. No one would have known. But I was just done. I was just done. Being that thing that I didn't want to be. So I knocked. And when no one came, I knocked again. And this time, that same elf came, sword in hand, staring me down. It felt like a lifetime. It felt so long. She grabbed me by the back of the head. And I was shaking. She pressed her thumb up against my forehead and smeared it, smeared the makeup. She said, welcome home, little elf. Your brothers and sisters are inside. Let's go say hello. Because she knew. 
She knew. When we got inside, she said, quiet down, children. I'd like to introduce you to, and she said, I'm sorry. What's your name? I tell you, Ren, I couldn't remember again. I couldn't remember for the life of me. Sometimes people give you a name and it's not yours. Sometimes they give you a name and it's just an echo of what you're supposed to be. It's a shadow of what they want, but you ain't got to carry it. You can decide at any moment to knock on that door. And that was the first time I was me. And that was the first time I was brave enough. So brave it came twice. The knock came twice. I know it's a long story and I know you might not understand and you might not get it. And I know they called you names, but it ain't what they call you, Ren. It's what you answer to. He looks down at his feet and he quietly exits the room. We're going to cut over to Ashbourne. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just run a little late. All right. <laughs> That's okay. okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we cut over to Ashbourne. You're already in the room. This is the same moment. Uh, you're in the room facing each other. Oh, uh, goodness. <laughs> uh, facing Montgomery. Um, Montgomery looks at you. He's already explained exactly uh, what is going to happen. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just do it. Let's go. All right. And, you know, very quickly. Where are we right now? So, um, Ashton, and, she doesn't know who her uh, biological parents are. Uh, but the woman who who raised her uh, is a kind and uh, wonderful uh, elf. And so we um, are at her her door, the door of Ash's house. Mm. And in Ash's hand is a um, is a letter and it is uh, wrapped like a love letter. Oh, and um she looks at Montgomery and says, um, this m- my mom lives here and um, she's been alone for a really long time. And um, I, I've been sending her love notes from my mentor. And Ooh. yeah, um, life is hard, right? But this is this is my happiest moment. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, I couldn't handle it. Another moment. <sighs> no, this is um life is throws a lot at you and this this is the moment where I have a family because before the the notes that I was sending back and forth were fake. But this is a real one. So, as I understand, mm-hmm. you are parent trapping <laughs> your mother and my mentor. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, what am I looking at right now? I'm looking at uh, is that you? That's you at the at the door, or 
what, uh, what, what's going on? Yep. And so um, you see like a young, um, she's like maybe like nine years old. Mm. Um, and she has um, this like package in her hand and um, her mom is getting ready. So she's getting ready in the mirror and um, all of that. And um, Ash gives her a package and it's um, trying to figure out how to like condense this. It's a note um, from that the mentor had written. And my mentor isn't a, a poetic man. Mm. He's not. uh, Is this actually from the mentor or you wrote it? So it's from the mentor. Oh, okay. Uh, I have been parent trapping them really hard. Okay. Gotcha. This is the moment where it became real. The third act. The third (laughs) act of the movie parent. (laughs) Uh, I'm also thinking of the Haley Mills one, not the one with Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Is is everyone on board with that? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and it is, so the language is a little different and, and it's like my mom reads this note and she realizes kind of what, because it's, it's a genuine, it's genuinely him speaking and it's not like me using colorful language. Mm. So the language is different. And, um, she walks outside and my mentor is there with, um, he's holding a small little kit. Kit? That's a baby fox. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And he gives it to my mom. Okay. Uh, as your mom goes, uh, to reach for the little baby, uh, fox, uh, Montgomery is staring at it and he's staring at you and he knows that this is the moment. Um, and the fox jumps down and starts running out the door. Oh, oh, that's it. That's it. Um, his mind worms are trying to ruin this moment right now. We need to get that fox. Um, uh, and he starts like running for that fox. Okay. So- um, yeah. So I start running for the fox as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the where where was this in like a small town? Or? So it's like um a f- town that's kind of it's not a town. It's more of like in the forest, like a cottage, because um when Ash was younger, like because she doesn't know who her parents were, she was seen as like the cursed child because mm. of her claw. She was born with it. Yeah. And um. So to like protect her and to keep her away from people who want to like sell her or to just take her. They live like in the, the f- like far away from other people. Yeah. So it's like in the forest. Uh, yeah. And uh, you find, you find the little kit, the little fox mm-hmm. uh, standing in front of this tree, just like standing there, uh, wants to run uh, away. As we're approaching it. Okay. Um, what do you know uh, 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 about this little uh, fox? Um, this is my brother, Chips. This is my brother. Chips perks up um, at you. And this is a weird moment for Montgomery because uh, the mind worm should be doing everything possible to destroy uh, this point in time. But what he didn't know or what he actually doesn't know about is your connection to this fox. So uh, 
both your memory and because it's almost a loop because you do have Chips's memories in your head as well, oh, yeah. uh, it starts to mirror and reflect each other. Uh, so you guys are just kind of like vibrating at the, sa- at the same time uh, where Chips is uh, not so much experience, experiencing the mind worms, but he knows exactly what's happening. Uh, kind of like it's revealed to him. Like it's, um, this should be, it should be really hard to catch this fox for you and Montgomery to catch this fox. Right. But because this is happening at the same time, it's kind of like vibrating and happening at the same time uh, in Chips's mind too. Uh, Shaka, you probably noticed this. Uh, there's a little fox just sleep sleeping and like kind of like running like that and kind of like stops and it's steady. Um, uh, Ashburn, uh, you're standing there and Chips is about to run and then he looks at you and slowly starts heading towards you, looks up at you, and then starts walking back to the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I did it! <laughs> uh, and then you're sucked back and you're staring at each other. Um, I'm staring at who? You're staring at Montgomery. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, Montgomery is pretty wiped. He looks over at Shaka and he's just like, um, is there any way that we can jump into what's ever going on up there tomorrow? Well, because I can't hear them, I still feel like my mind worm is not there. So I don't want you to you know, hurt yourself or go through anything. So I don't think I'm in any danger of it taking over. So yes. He like stares at you for a minute and he, he, you kind of get the sense that um, you're going to be a big undertaking um, in his eyes. He's just like, yes, a lot to, a lot to unravel when something like that dies in your head. A lot to unravel. Um, he just kind of like slinks off. Um, Ashbourne and Shaka. Uh, Shaka, you were waiting for Ashbourne, I imagine, yep, um, because you were, you know, good friend. Uh, <laughs> and you guys are all back in uh, the back area with Salise and Zaraj. Knock, knock, and Ren has, have come out too. Perrin has come out. And um, Salise and Zaraj are going through uh, your guys' stuff, those potato sacks or whatever. Um, everyone roll investigation. Eighteen. Oh, wow. Eighteen. Seven. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, what did you roll? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, we'll start with uh, Shaka. All your stuff is there, except for the map. Oh, it was so light and paper thin. You didn't notice the weight difference while you were carrying it. Um, you're, you're searching everywhere for it. You're going through your clothes, turning them inside out. Uh, Ashbourne, everything is there for you. Perrin, everything is there for you. Knock, knock, everything. Rin, uh, everything is there. Salise, what did you roll? 18. 18. The weight is exactly the same. Everything is exactly the same. Everything feels the same. But as you start pulling things out, like the shapes feel the same too. Uh, you pull out your book of tear, uh, you pull out that, uh, that that um the Burn stone book. that you had uh yeah you pull out the stone the long oval stone mm-hmm. uh it feels different and as you pull it out uh your thumb is kind of like on that middle stone 
but it, it, you know how it's long and has four gems in it, three gems in it. It had three eyes. Three, three eyes, eyes, three yeah. eyes, yeah. You put your thumb over it, it's like, oh yeah, that's what it is. But you pull it out and you look at it and it's a loaf of bread with uh, three tangerines in it. And you're like, hmm. and then you go to pull out that book that you were given by, those, by that demon. Um, and it's not the book. It feels like the book. It, it feels heavy like a book. Um, you look at it and there's some crude writing and drawing on the front. Uh, uh, top left-hand corner, there's a picture of this huge reptile-like foot, and the words that, uh, uh, and the words on it say uh, "Volo Tamps, creatures that stamps," and that's xed out. And next to it is another picture of two men standing in front of a mind flare uh, with thought bubbles that comes out. Oh no, better call Volo, and that's crossed out. And then under that, in big letters, just in the middle in the front, it says. Volo's Guide to Monsters Draft. End of episode. End of season. <laughs> End of season, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so <laughs> let's go around the table wow. and uh, say who we are and where we can be found online. Wow, after that emotional roller coaster. Uh, my name's Tanya DePass. Um, I play your not so grumpy paladin that has now had a bath and killed things. Um, <laughs> next week, you can actually find me at PAX Dev on Tuesday on a panel, and then at PAX West on a bunch of panels in the Diversity Lounge. And I'm hopefully playing in a charity game with uh, Dr. B of TakeThis.org. And after that, I will actually be in London at the VNA where I'm in an exhibit on video games. So I'll be in London and Scotland after that. Um, I'm Brandon Stennis. I play uh, Ren Alidon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at IamBrandonTV or on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash IamBrandon. Um, I'll be at PAX West this week. So if you guys see me out there, I'll see you around. <laughs> Do this wave thing. <laughs> Uh, my name is Cicero Holmes. I played Perrin Underbro this season. Um, I'll play him next season too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I am Stubby Stan on Twitter. Uh, you can find me there on Twitter and uh, this weekend also at PAX West, uh, where I'll be on a panel for the Spawn on Me podcast, episode number 250. Uh, so uh, make sure you guys check that out and uh, come and check us out. And if you see me, um, you know, Punch me in the face? <laughs> I don't know. No. Don't, don't punch me in the face. I'm, I'm, I'm a big dude. <laughs> but I'll see you then. Hi, I'm Serena Marie. I play Ashbourne, your very loud ranger person. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Serena X Marie or on the Dungeon Rats where I play Bugfly, the also very loud rogue. <laughs> Sense of pattern. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm Sharif Jackson. Uh, I play Shaka, Tiefling Warlock. Uh, you could find me at SharifJackson.com. That's S-H-A-R-E-E-F Jackson.com. And that same username on all other social networks. Um, this weekend I will be at Dragon Con. Um, yeah. I am on, I believe, eight panels that oh all God. have to do with something about science and or video games <laughs> and or podcasting. Um, so if you're going to be in Atlanta during Labor Day weekend, uh, make sure to check me out there.
Oh my God, don't be like me, Sharif. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Carlos Luna. I was the DM for Rivals of Waterdeep. You can find me at uh, Carlos Crits on all social media. Uh, also find me on my podcast called The Dungeon Rats. Guys, uh, this was the last episode of season one, but we will be back for season two. Uh, I, same time. When is it? September, September 23rd. 23rd. September 23rd. 23rd. Be here. A couple weeks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.